Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the North Bros Outdoors Podcast, episode 74. Hi, I'm Nick Beto. Brandon Wixo. Jared Beto. Ryan Balmy. Now, Ryan, you're the new guy. I am. So you got to give your spiel. Who you are, what you do, and why you're sitting in on the podcast. Okay, well, like I said, I'm Ryan Balmy. What I do, I'm a farmer, um, just local around here. Colfax, Abercrombie area, um, and I've been hearing you've been wanting me to get on a podcast for a while, so I finally killed something, and here, here I am. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to get you on for probably the better part of a year now, Yep. and Jared always says, oh yeah, he'll, he'll be on, he'll be on, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Just, well, just had to plan it. The first four <laughs> weeks, I'm like, cool, and then I'm like, yeah, yeah he'll be on. Just had to, <laughs> just had to get something. Week three of the NFL season has uh well it's almost passed we got a game on behind us but uh the vikings hmm? how about them vikes huh skull okay <laughs> you the only vikings fan at the table seems like it yeah Owen Owen three kurt cousins leading the league in passing yards uh justin jefferson leading the league in receiving and they're still Owen three yeah i don't <laughs> i got nothing <laughs> Um, the Niners, on the other hand, they're uh, yep three and zero. That's what we like to see. You know, and the Cowboys lost, so that's yeah, we'll that leave it at that. I like that. The, <laughs> the best is when you always watch the clips of Stephen A. Smith, you know, the analyst or whatever. I love him. Huge <laughs> Cowboys fan. Oh yeah, <laughs> huge, huge Cowboys fan. Uh, last week's episode, we kind of got into Wixo's adventure, and me and Micah had been out doing some hunting. And I believe that same weekend that we talked about last time is what we're going to talk about this time. And that's you guys were on your own little adventure. And we'll just kind of jump right into it and let you guys go. And we'll, me and Wixel will interject with questions whenever, because we'll have questions. We always have questions. Sure. Why don't you start, Ryan? You got a head start, so. Oh, yeah. So... We're planning on leaving the 17th of September. Does that sound right? Yeah, that was Sunday. Yeah. So I went out Friday afternoon, early, well, yeah, Friday afternoon to Western North Dakota by myself, trying to find some spot and stock muleys in the Badlands. It was kind of hard. Found a few few good deer here and there, but never really got a shot opportunity. Had one pretty good buck, probably 70 yards away from me, that just he found me before I found him. Classic story. That seems to happen a lot out there. Yeah. Where you, yep. you notice him running away, and it's like, oh, there, there he was. I wish I'd have known he was there. Yeah. yeah, I literally looked at my, pulled out my phone, looked at my Onyx, making sure I was headed back. I was, like, on my way out, just about back. I was, like, 600 yards from the road coming back and looked at my map to make sure I'm in the right direction and took, like, a half a step, looked up, and here he is. Good. <laughs> now, he was a good muley. Good standard frame. How and, close did you get? Well, I ranged his bed. He was 74 yards. Oh, so you were within bow range. I mean, oh, yeah, so I he must have been sitting there until you finally realized. There was like one was... tree right in the way of me and him. Oh, man. And that might have been what just didn't quite give him enough view. I don't know. Hmm. Anyways, hunted. Yeah. Fr- well, Friday I was only out there. By the time I got there for maybe an hour, hunted all day Saturday. And then Sunday, Jared came out. We met up probably. Yeah, it was afternoon. 
four or five o'clock. What time I left? I, I was meaning to leave like you know, really early. You yeah. know, kind of like everyone plans on. No, yeah, you were a little late. <laughs> I didn't go out of here till like eleven. That also happens a lot. Yeah. I mean, fishing, hunting. Hey, <laughs> I will. I will say my excuse. It was my birthday today before, so I mean, you know, we might have had a couple. <laughs> Tough to get going that. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Just because it's your birthday, we'll. Let it slide. Let it slide. <laughs> and then you had an anniversary after that, so that's true. You kind of had a yeah. When we, when is that? We had a lot to uh, actually. It was this last Thursday. Yeah, because you were all excited to watch the Niners game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I was excited because we had finished our supper early and we got home and I said, "Holy cow, the game hasn't even started yet." <laughs> so I was excited. So now Jared knows when his anniversary is. Not that he didn't before, <laughs> but yeah, but now <laughs> I can remember. Yeah. Now you just remember it's the day after one of your antelope hunts. Yeah, yep. So yeah, we met up at a small town, and then oh, what do we have? Two hours of driving, trying mm-hmm. to kind of get into our area, and then from there, you can take it from there. Yeah, what uh, we got there Friday night. Um, and just to clarify, what we're talking about, it's South Dakota antelope. Yep, yep. And South Dakota archery. The kill chain is being worn by Ryan. Because yep. we only have one kill chain yeah, right I would have had two. I actually had the <laughs> second one like within five feet of me, and I never grabbed it. It so. was a big deal this last weekend to make sure we get it, and then he forgot it. Yeah, we got it, and then I didn't grab it, so now we don't have it. Well, I can trade it off halfway through. <laughs> yeah. Give it to Jared. Yeah. You guys just scoot closer together. And you guys yeah, have, like, just share together. It. Yeah, we have small necks. Yeah. Like, you know, Sunday. Yeah, or no, yeah, not Friday. Yeah, Friday was when you – so, yeah, Sunday got out there. And it was probably two hours. Yeah. And then, but we had, I feel like we had a good four or five hours of hunting, didn't we? Or maybe it was only two or three. I'm thinking like two. Okay. I feel like we had some action though. We got out there and it was, what what had happened Sunday night again? I feel like we had, did we get any stocks in? Yeah. So kind of on our main road, remember we saw those couple bucks that we tried the stalker on? Oh yeah, yeah. So we, we can see him sitting there. It's all coming back oh, to him now. It. He's oh. like, oh yeah, that's right. He just yeah, he's just so in the mindset they, of that one he killed. Some, sometimes they blend together. The stories just blend together. Um, yeah, no. So actually, Ryan and I we purchased a couple more decoys to bring with this time. Um, so we had been trying the this uh, full like body decoy, but then we tried the. Uh, they have the decoys that go on your bows that just mount straight to them, you know. By full body, do you mean like a 3D target? Not a 3D. Kind of no, thing? I just mean a, it's the Montana decoy, okay. so it's basically like the you like know, a silhouette. Yeah, yeah silhouette. A silhouette. That's what we've tried. Them? We actually have never tried it. I've never tried a 3D decoy out there. But anyway, we um, we're putting those on our bows. That that was that night, and yeah, we had <clears throat> we had seen a couple bucks out in this field, and uh, Ryan had put a stock on them, and I don't know. It, it, he seemed like it. It's almost like it works, but then it's just it's it just doesn't quite get close enough. Like how far close did you get to those ones? Well, I had very limited cover. It was like I had a couple pieces of farm machinery right in front of me. I could get, and then some tall reeds. I could kind of get 180, 200 yards from them. And then it's kind of rut season at this point, so they're you know they're in and out of really caring. So I just kind of, I had no cover, so I just kind of put my decoy in front of me and just walked towards them. Mm-hmm. And I got within 120, 110, something like mm-hmm. that. And they were kind of walking away, kind of coming to me, kind of looking at me and walking to me. And I think I I kind of kept pushing them and just kind of staying at 110. Mm-hmm. And then 
at that point, I think I just kind of backed out and we were going to put them to bed for the next morning to see what next morning would look like. And I think we backed out and kept going from there. Yeah. Well, and then it, again, it was, it was two bucks. So it's anytime you're stocking more than one, it's always makes it more of a challenge. So it's when, cause I kind of remember I was, I was at the truck watching them, you know, with the glass and they, they kind of like split up, you know, so then it's kind of like, well, which one do you go for or which one do you try to, you know, fake out and, but yeah, as, as far as that was pretty much all the action Sunday night, I feel like. I think you might have had a stock that night, too. That's kind of what I was thinking. I'm trying to. I mean, it's kind of a blur. I can't um, remember where, but I know you did. Guys have been on so many hunts, they can't remember which <laughs> one's which. Dude, it, yeah, it was. Uh, but that, I don't know, that was what our kind of intentions were, was just get as many stocks as we could, you know, So because it's pretty tough to kill them with a bow. It's like 19 out of enough. 20. Yeah, I mean, you, let's, that's a good number. We always say, like, you, you, you do 20 stocks, you're gonna get, you're gonna get one out of 20. I mean, it's tough, but. Well, and I've always heard too that, they, like you said, they're very, very difficult to hunt with the bow. Not only because their eyesight is magnificent, but they're, mm-hmm. you know, they don't call them speed goats for nothing. <laughs> right. Well, and I gotta say a correction. I, I think in a few podcasts back. And I, I couldn't remember like where I had heard the source, but I was indicating that their eyes were like a six power binocular. I actually thinking it's more 10 is what I heard from another, like probably better hunting source than I am. So <laughs> I'm going to say that they actually have a 10 power yeah, eyesight you, uh, than, a, than a six. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> well, you don't have, I don't have any antelope down here, but. <laughs> you got one. Not yet. One, yeah. They're growing. Yeah, they're growing, yeah. So yeah, then after that, we. Went up to our typical camping spot. Yep. Set up some tents and called her a night. Made some mountain house. Yep. What was that the was... weather? Was it because I know the first time you guys went, it was pretty hot. Brutal. Yep. Well, oh, actually, yeah. we didn't even we never did an episode on that, did we? The first time. Well, we did kind of a. I think on one episode, I did a recap of kind of real, but quick. it was pretty real quick. Um, but in and we can even touch on that. I as far as that first. I mean, like I had said before, the water holes didn't work. Tried spot and stock. I mean, we did a few other ones throughout that weekend and just, just yeah, like we were saying, or one out of 20, just couldn't get close enough and, you know, couldn't release anything. So, yeah, it was way too wet. Just everywhere is a water hole. You can't rely on just the mm-hmm. water holes anymore. You'd, the mosquitoes were just brutal. Yeah, the you mosquitoes weren't. And that was one thing we were not expecting. Like, because last year it was so dry. I mean, we didn't think mosquitoes would be bad at all. So versus last year, was this like a completely different scenario? That yeah, you were in? I mean, we had to kind of like we had intentions of all right, we're gonna go sit in the water hole, you know, and no, we did we did that for like half a day, and that was it, and then we just kind of went to spot and stock. But yeah, um, so then Monday morning comes around, right? Monday right day. Yep. 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 Monday. So and neither Monday. of you guys have killed yet. Nope. Neither nope. of us have killed. So. We get out there Monday and uh, kind of feel like we had some action right away Monday. We we had seen goats in lots of places, but then, then again, it's just like, well, are they on the land you have permission to hunt or you can't hunt, whatever. Um, yeah, we there was one goat, one good buck standing on her. Like, every time we always keep saying, oh, antelope, they don't use ravines or they don't go in this rough country. And then every time, that's where we find them. <laughs> yeah. So here there's this good buck standing on a pretty good sized rock with a doe right right by him and he's like gotta be 50 yards from public 
So we're kind of hanging out in that oh, area. Uh, yeah, now I know what you're talking about. That yeah. was that first morning, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're talking the where the, just to the west of that tractor that was always parked there. Yeah. Yep. So we were standing kind of well, kind of the same area that I stocked those two bucks the first night. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same area we were hanging out there, and just there's bucks running around everywhere, just not exactly right where we're at. So then Jared gets out, and you kind of go over the hill. And I lose it because I'm sitting in the pickup waiting for, I'm actually waiting for a phone call. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I let Jared go by himself. Well, I had seen, we had seen a couple bucks go over this hill. And I'm kind of like, well, you know, okay, I just want to see where they went. Well, I went over this hill and, you know, I'm kind of just walking. I've got my bow and my decoy on my bow, you know, and I'm walking, walking. And I get down to where I went over the first hill. And then as, as I'm starting to go up the second hill, I'm like down at the bottom. All of a sudden... I see these goats running back over the hill towards me. And I'm like, holy, dude, I don't have an arrow knocked or anything. And they're literally running right towards me. And so I, like, quick get down on one knee. And luckily I was kind of in, like, some tall grass that was down that wasn't mowed or anything. And, uh, yeah, they they literally charged right toward me. They were chasing a doe. And there was, like, three or four bucks chasing this doe. And, yeah, so I got down. They finally seen me and they stopped at like 46 yards so and that's we had never i've never gotten that close <laughs> to a goat before so i'm like oh that's man close. they are right so i quick get an arrow knocked and i'm ready to I, I then by this time they're they're staring at me you know so they know i'm there and one was the closest one i i had my bow ready and i i was ranging him and i got him like i said at 46 yards and as soon as i drew back the one i was going to shoot you know, kind of trots maybe another 10, 15 yards, whatever it was. So I'm like, ah, dang it. You know, I don't want to let my bow down. Well, then another buck uh, followed kind of, hold on, we got pause, question. So in that, is that, maybe not, but in that moment where you like, God, I wish I wouldn't have put this sight on here because you have a roller sight. No, I would never change back. No. So you you didn't, never cross your mind? Honestly, I never crossed my mind at all because I, what I always say, even and, and like guys who shoot the multi pins, I I don't knock you or anything. Like they're good pins. It, it's personal preference. Like I you throw that disclaimer in there. Like I'm not trying to piss anybody. <laughs> oh no, no. Well, I always like to say it's <laughs> it's it's teach your own personal experience. Whatever you want to use is great. But I always just say it doesn't matter to me whether I have a five pin or a one pin. I'm always ranging. Like I'm not gonna guess even because even if you have a five pin and, and they move, you're still guessing it's yardage. Fair point. You know. So I just always, I'm like, no, I'm just going to range it. So anyway, well, but we'll get to that here. We, we got more of the story here. So anyway, this other buck comes and he kind of is in the same relative area of the one I just ranged. <laughs> but you always range. Yeah, I always don't range. you always range? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So I, this buck had, and I don't know if you've ever seen antelope with goofy racks or goofy horns, you know, it was like one of his was completely like sideways. So it just looked like this was a cool buck. And I'm like, God, he's got to be right there. He's got to be right there. Well, so I didn't want to let down, and I didn't want to rearrange because he had stopped, and I didn't, you know, want him to run. But so don't, don't you don't you always I range? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm contradicting what I say, but well, yes, but that the, this multi pin, I don't think would have maybe would have. I don't know. I mean, the multi pin compared to a single pin, you're still guessing either way. Yeah, like you might be forty to fifty yard gap on your pins, but. If you shoot enough on your single pin, you can kind of guess. Right. Just put it on its belly or something if you're shooting shorter than yeah. what you think it's at or whatever. 
Well, anyway, I let the arrow fly. I let I let this. I was like, dude, forty six yards. My heart's pounding, and they're this close. I I let it fly. Well, I I must have punched the trigger or something because I my height was dang near perfect. Unless he jumped the string. Now, another thing about antelope, they're doesn't matter how close they are or how far they are. I mean, they're super quick at jumping strings. Well, I shot dang near like behind him, and miss had a complete miss, clean miss. You know, didn't even phase him, and yeah. So that was my first. Uh, how many shot. were were they? Were, was there still a group of them? Yeah. There? Well, like I said, there was like three or four bucks chasing this doe, and like I said, the first three kind of had already moved a little bit further, and this was that last one. And I, yeah, I, I know I'm kicking, <laughs> kicking myself. I should have just. Said, I told myself I should have just let down and rearranged him and hoped that he still stood there, but. I don't know. Kind of when you're in the moment, it's kind of you know going back to my mule deer hunt. It's like sometimes you just gotta shoot. Well, hindsight, <laughs> you know? hindsight's twenty twenty. Oh yeah, I you know. Trudy, Trudy was hungry. Yeah, Trudy, the triax was ready to eat. So. Name our bows. This well, is Trudy. Trudy, yeah. Nick Trudy loves the triax. I do. Trudy the triax is mine's mine. Veronica the verdicts. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Did you name yours yet? No. <laughs> okay, that weekend that we go out. No. That's you guys gotta a, name. We're your gonna bows. name them. We are. I'm not going with you. You can name it if you kill something. Oh. But I'm gonna kill something with my bow, not yours. Yeah. Well. All right. You heard <laughs> it here. <laughs> yeah. So during all that, I'm in the pickup, right? Pretty close to all. All of a sudden, I look up and there's like five or six bucks. It looks like. Yeah. Probably within sixty yards of my pickup. I'm like, yeah, he's oh. wondering what the heck's going on. I'm like, on. what the heck? Where's Jared? Like, <laughs> so I jump out, grab my bow run kind of i have a little hill i can get behind them so they can't see me and then i like i see jared i'm like oh okay i'm gonna back out here he maybe he's on something and these bucks really haven't seen me even though my pickup's within them you know <laughs> right there so i back out and then i see and then i look up i go back to my pickup i come back and then jared's like on the next ridge right you were chasing them or something yeah i kept trying to chase them <laughs> after i missed the one because the other i mean I kept having in my mindset, like, well, they're in the rut, so I might, you know, just catch this one that just got right. really stupid, you know. And That's a good – Yeah. I mean, it kind of is true. So they, I kept going over these ridges and – Still with the decoy. Just, yeah, just, yep, just trying to hide behind the decoy. I mean, why wouldn't they, you know? Yeah. First time we've used them. Yeah. Yeah, I had to try them. So then a couple bucks and doe. The one – actually, the, the morning buck that was sitting on that big rock, he comes down. Mm, with yep. a doe and then another doe comes over and they kind of the buck is chasing both these does around and then i'm kind of pursuing them with my decoy getting within about 100 yards and then i see jared coming back and i see his decoy pop over the hill <laughs> <laughs> kind of, like, i see you yep but it looked pretty legit i mean i don't have eight power 10 binoculars on my head but yeah but i mean you thought i was an animal i, probably I was about ready to shoot him <laughs> yeah, right? so then i so then i thought well i'm gonna you know i'm gonna go for these this buck and then if i can't i'm gonna kind of corral them towards him and he's gonna be right over this ridge he's hidden right now it's gonna be perfect and then they do kind of go right to where he was he was right behind another piece of machinery <laughs> and then, like 10 minutes later jared's like <laughs> not even close to that area no <laughs> But anyways, it was just a cool encounter for our first stock with these decoys. Yeah. Well, let's let's back up here. When these when these antelope supposedly ran right where I was, yeah, at that moment I was pulling a cactus out of my right calf because <laughs> I had knelt down right on it and it's 
I don't know if you've ever, if any of you guys have pulled those out, like it, you can't grab them. So how the, I mean, it was, I was struggling. So I think at that time they had already, you know, took the ridge by me and I just didn't even see them. But that's, yeah, I mean, we can't, we're not a walkie talkies. We can't communicate with each other. We don't know. Right. Like, yeah. I, I wish I could have been kind like, of hey, had the same mindset though. Like what we were thinking. Right. How, how do you get it out then? I eventually just like cried just, through it and just grabbed it. I just grabbed, well, I, every time I'd grab, you know, one, it, it just kept pulling out the one, you know, mm. what do you call them? Cacti. Cacti. I mean, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Needles. <you> know? <laughs> Needles. Yeah. I, I, it would pull one at a time and like, yeah, it was like wedged in my calf. Mm. And yeah. So anyway, that, yeah, you got some other ones that weekend, didn't you? Yeah. I was, I'm literally like still feeling them in my knee. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you always say, watch out for them, but just they. Yeah, if you're in the moment, you just don't even know, and all of a sudden you kneel down, and it's like, yeah, ouch. Yeah, and you don't. The one I got, I didn't feel until after the fact, because mm-hmm. that was during some adrenaline rush. But mm-hmm. so still, not not no dead. No, one no arrow dead released. Yet. I mean, whip. One arrow, one arrow lost. Did I, you I find it? No, I never. Like, yeah, lighted knock and everything. It. Yeah, and what I found out is you really don't see those lighted <laughs> knocks during the day. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, it. Uh, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, like, how do I not find this? It's it's lighted. But uh, hold on, we got. Uh, oh, intermission. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know. So. Okay. So then, what was next there? This was, this was the morning of Monday. Yep. That okay. was. That was, was still probably ten o'clock. I yep. suppose. Yep. Well, actually. I let one fly too around that same time. Was it before that or after that? I think it was maybe after that. Which one was that now? Well, it was, it was a poke. Yeah, I, I remember that. Now that you say that, it was it was a far shot, but it was a far shot, and we should mention those uh, those stalker decoys. They're like kites in the <laughs> oh, wind. Yeah, it oh, is. Oh yeah, that's and not right. to not to blame our missed shots on those things, but. It's hard to hold steady on what you're... A bit tougher to steady up. Big time. And it was 25-mile-an-hour winds. Yeah, 20 to 25 gusts. It was windy. So it's already tough to hold a bow steady, and now you have a flag on the front. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Like you said, it was a kite. I mean, they're... Yeah, it's it's tough. But yeah, I missed one. Uh, I was kind of guessing the range as well. Just had to put my pin over his back and... So I leave, and now we're talking about flying kites. We got flying kites and two yeah, dead animals already at yeah. this point. Oh, there's two dead now. <laughs> really? No. no. Oh, good. No, <laughs> no. He had, he had just mentioned he had. I, I forgot that he had shot once, and it was it was a far shot. I'm so still trying to put together in my head what hunt it was, so, <laughs> what stock it was. But so, so when I left, we were 0 and one. Now yep. we're 0 and two. Yep. We're 0 and two. We're 0 and two. Trudy and Veronica. Veronica are both just. They're they're eating nothing right now. <laughs> they're eating. They're, they were hungry, but. They're too hungry. It was a far shot. Kind of same thing. Had to just kind of guess. How far? Far. Far. Far, and, uh, <laughs> Wait, far enough. You, you don't range every time? No, I do. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, at this point, we haven't, like, got a shot, really. Oh, well, yeah, you so did, you but you kind of just take your chances when you can get them. Oh, yeah. That, that's, yeah. So you, were you guys together at this point, too, or was it just another? Uh, no, Actually, you were filming this one. Remember now, you were behind me in, in kind of some tall grass. Oh, this is this is the lone buck in the doe that we found after the fact. In the same area. We were generally yeah. in the same area, and we had, 
and that's the other thing. Like these goats just literally appear sometimes. Like, yeah, they we really were hunting do. this area, and all of a sudden we're like back at the truck, you know, kind of just having a snack. We actually were practicing the bow shooting a couple times, make sure we, you know, obviously I wanted to shoot because I'm like, dude, I missed badly, you know. <laughs> and so then we had, yeah, we had just seen this buck and doe kind of out in this field, and yeah, that's when yeah he made a stock, and I was filming him. Well, both of you guys shoot like religiously, right? Like you guys both shoot all the time. Try to, yeah, and a it's, lot. And still, so it can't. Well, always, no, I know, but uh, I mean, like you just made a good point. You said, you know, I shot and I missed. I wanted to shoot. Again, oh, yeah, you to... want to figure out what's going on, and obviously, like you can't, you can't like practice that kind of adrenaline when you're shooting at you know live game, you know. But especially when they run, they charge in on you. Like you don't right. sneak up on them. Well, yeah, that, I was not ready for that group to be that close. I couldn't believe it. But uh, yeah, so then now this was kind of getting Monday afternoon then. Okay, now I remember. So the first night, that's when we remember we also got that stock on that buck and doe over by went over that hill where the mosquitoes are bad. Oh yes, yeah. I yeah. don't want to say the exact area, but yep. No, but this was a little bit of a different area, kind of the. You know, within a few miles of where we were. But, yeah, the night before, and you actually put the stock on that one. And he was grunting, <clears throat> chasing hard. He didn't He didn't care about us. He was just chasing his doe. You could hear him every foot on the ground. If, if you guys have – I mean, you guys, most guys have seen, you know, whitetails chasing does and grunting. I mean, when you see goats doing it, dude, they are a 1,000 miles an hour, and they're just running in circles. <laughs> I, it just It's crazy. Without a care in the world. No, and they're grunting – like constantly yeah, and they were just like route. yeah it's like you don't even know how to put a stock <laughs> on these things but anyways i just had to mention that because it wasn't a very long stock or nothing but after we did that encounter monday morning late morning we went over to check that area out right mm-hmm. yep we thought well these this buck and doe have to be bedded in this kind of same area so we get over there it's probably i don't know three miles from where we were mm-hmm. something like that 10 minute drive and we get over there and of course they're still they're better right a good stockable situation not too far from the road yep yeah no and then we so we drove past them and they were bedded pretty much kind of where we thought so then we drove past and then turned around they were still there while i had got so i mean this isn't much of a you know long hunt by any means but at this point we take what we get so we turned around I I got out of the truck, grabbed my bow, grabbed my gear. So then I tucked down into the ditch, and then there's a big fence line there. Well, and then I started kind of crawling by the fence line, and then he had just left the truck parked there, and then I got to within where I was, like, you know, even with them and kind of just stood up and uh, ranged them at, I think it was 65 yards. Something like that. And by this time, you know, when I'm ranging them, they, they, they stand up. Well, so then I drew back. Well, then he was facing me, and I'm just like, I'm not. I didn't want to take that shot frontal that far of a distance. You know, sometimes out of waterhole situation, you might take that. You know, because they don't give you anything better. But so I kind of waited, waited. The doe. I don't even remember if the doe was standing up at this time, but the buck had stood up, and then anyway, he was frontal. And then I don't know, maybe a few more seconds went by, and then he kind of did like a half turn, and then he was perfectly broadside so as soon as he was broadside i just let that arrow fly and i actually thought i made a bad shot like i thought i hit far back well no come to think of it i had a pretty good shot he i i I heard a thwack like i heard a loud thud and 
he you know he starts running the doe starts running and i don't know what he made it yeah 80 yards 50 yards something like that yeah f- between 50 and 80 yards somewhere in there and he he kind of just starts you know tumbling a little bit stopping and you could tell like oh i hit him pretty good and i, I think it was he was flipped over within you know 30 seconds of where he stopped yeah we probably so could have just walked out right to him right then he probably would have been dead yeah he, he fell over he didn't even get back up a second time and yeah, I had sent it. I, it was a through and through shot, which I was still very surprised at. At sixty five yards, it was a through and through shot. Is this fixed or mechanical? This was a fixed, and I so I don't know if a mechanical would have done that or not. I don't know why I chose fixed. I actually have both in my quiver just for certain situations. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just chose fixed, and yeah, it went right through them. We did find the arrow. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Ryan went and found it when we were uh, uh, quartering it out and stuff. So, and I have to say, you said lighted knocks don't show up in the daylight. Yeah, that's, but that's the only way I found it. Yeah, I was going to ask if the lighted knock helped yeah, you find that one. Find it. I yep. just saw a little speck of red. I just saw the knock buried in the grass. Yeah, it was probably knee high grass. Yeah, so this was cool though because we went out, we found them. You know, within I don't know, we waited what twenty minutes, if that. Probably not even. Not yet. even. And I went out, found him. He was dead right where we saw him last. So then we drug him up, kind of by this tree. And, you know, so we're like, well, this is about the easiest uh, quarter job we can do. So we just grabbed the cooler from the truck and brought the cooler right out to him. So <laughs> <laughs> and quartered him right out in the right out in the field there where I had shot him. So yeah, I couldn't beat it. Yep. So that was so that was were, my that right, was my kill. You were right behind him when he did that. When he or shot, you were right next to him. Yeah, I was actually filming it. Yep. Oh, nice. I got the kill on camera. I uh, when I got at home, I was watching the shots and. I don't know how to do the camera thing very well, but I was zoomed in so far that it was kind of blurry. But I could kind of make out the arrow where it hit him, and it looked like a pretty solid shot. But it had to have been. It yeah, double I mean, pass through. So. Yeah, it was like lower third belly, like. And I, I mean, I thought he was broadside, and it's crazy. Every time you think like, oh, he's perfectly broadside, there. I swear, no matter what, they're always quartered a little bit <laughs> away or quartering to. And I think in this case, he was quartered away just a little bit. So. Well, I got pretty lucky then because when I put on both of those, or well, we haven't talked about yours yet, but both of your guys' bucks are up on Instagram, and I mm-hmm. did put yours first. They're right next yeah. to each other, but yours was first. And so you I, didn't even know that I got mine first. I did not, oh, no. Yep, so nice. I did, yep. Good guess. Get, get lucky every once in a while. Yep. <laughs> and actually, you were mentioning about jumping the string. Um, mm-hmm. I could see that. I could see his arrow coming in, and I could see he ducked a good portion before the arrow hit him. So it was a really, it was a solid shot. So if it was, if he didn't jump, he probably would have got hurt. I, I I told Ryan I was anticipating that that <laughs> jump there. <laughs> but it was crazy. Yeah, it would have been a, it, or it would have been a spine shot. No, I mean it's just crazy how much they jump, how fast. Yeah. Oh no, I know that any sound like that of a bull, it's just yeah, they go. It's crazy. That's why, like I said, when I shot, I I couldn't believe it that he went down that fast because I thought like I either clipped his back you know part of his you know butt or something and and how far of a shot was that 65 it's not not a well it depends how you look at it but that's not a chip shot when you're in the heat of the moment that's the farthest shot i've ever taken that was even further than my mule deer my mule deer was only 58 so it's yep, nice that work was my yeah smaller animal too yeah yeah and probably just a little bit faster yeah and i mean <laughs> he was i think he was definitely more alert than yeah, the mule deer for sure, but yeah. So now we're now, so we're, now we're one for two. Out, we're one for two, and then we get yeah back back to the grind. Go 
go to the gas station, get some ice? Yeah, we went to the gas station, ice, and then, I don't know, it's kind of a, I mean, if you're at a gas station, you got to see what they got for hot stuff pizza. So <laughs> Snack break. <laughs> Snack tradition. break, yep. Yep. Yeah. Was, it, was it good stuff, like, compared the, to, like, wherever you like to go around well, here? Well, I mean, like, I don't, I mean, it was, what was it, barbecued chicken? pizza i mean yeah. it was pretty good and we had our i mean we kind of already had had it like a previous tri- couple trips before so <laughs> you knew you we, knew where you were we going knew what we were getting into so <laughs> yeah got some ice and then uh yeah i can't yeah i think we just started yeah hunting again and so now the pressure's on me yep yeah, yeah. one takes filled coolers full so we're feeling pretty good but but i'm like oh great the pressure's on me who filled first last year i Ryan did, did. Oh, so yeah. now you're like, I oh, now I see yeah. what he felt last yeah. year. <laughs> but it's funny because we alternate normally. Like, it's not really who spots it gets to go. We just kind of, okay, it's your turn. Yeah, we just basically take turns going, Yeah, It's kind of every single kill we've had so far, the other person has spotted it. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, Ryan, yeah. And so, oh, yeah, so like last year. You saw mine come in. I did, yeah. And then you saw mine come in, that's yeah. right. I, I didn't even. I thought it was like a coyote last year. This so is going saw, back to who last saw this one? Ryan did. I, I knew they were. It. I knew they were going to be bedded over there. Yeah. Well, I think you did. See, I don't even remember. Like I, I just remember you saying, "Hey, look, there they are. They're bedded right where we thought they were going to be." Yeah. And then, so yeah, and then so yeah, the pressure's on me, and I wanna. I'm like, hey, it'd be sweet if we tagged out today. We go back North Dakota and do some more mule deer hunting. You know, kind of double our time out here. So. Mm-hmm. We kind of go to a different area, kind of a big public land area where there's a ton of, there's a ton of public land. But for whatever reason, we've never had a lot of success with spot stock over there. In this specific area, yeah. Other than the water hole, that's been a solid water hole area. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. so we, we kind of turn around, kind of go right back to the same area where we were spotting and stocking and he kind of killed his buck. And, uh. Actually, back up. Remember that stud? Called it the oil rig buck. Oh yeah, we did see him again, didn't we? Yeah, he had like ten does with him, and tried to do a quick stock on him. But there's just so many eyes. There's no oh, point yeah. ever trying to stock that many eyes. And this buck literally, like, it was almost like they were in a pasture, and he literally had his ten does. And they just every single time we drive by, they were there. Big flat land and yep, big stud though. He he kind of curled, had like a heart shape to him. Yeah, that was, was big buck. Big one. Sec- it was one of the. There's two two of the biggest bucks we that seen, we've ever uh, seen out there. Yeah, and he was uh, he was either the biggest or the second biggest. There was another one that was pretty good size, but. So yeah, at, then we at go- this point we're not picky though. You know, we're <laughs> no. just looking for a decent decent buck, not like not yet. You know, yeah, not you're not you're not picky yet. No, well, and I think <laughs> even after this trip, like after we had kind of got some under our belt or the two last year under our belt, we. Because there was even a couple stocks like we could have done on like pretty small ones, and I mean I won't I won't be shy. The one I shot last year was pretty small, but for my first one I wasn't gonna pass them up. But yeah, we we didn't even stock a couple of the ones we saw that size. So, but anyway, yeah. So then we get kind of back over to this other area and kind of going along the lines of what we had said before, like oh yeah, we're never gonna see goats in this area. You just don't expect it. Well, we're driving by and I kind of look up and. I don't know. What would you explain this country? I mean, it's like badlands. I mean, it's like rocks. rocks, like huge boulders and like pine trees. And I just happened to glance off and I seen like this buck and he had two does, right? 
two or three i two or three can't remember yeah and i mean it was like you couldn't have drawn it up perfect we're like oh my gosh they are in the best stockable position you could have so we ended up driving you know past them and you know we kind of we kind of got like mental or you got like a mental picture of all right okay which path we wanted to take to get to them and then yeah i'll let you take it from here so yeah we parked i don't know four or five hundred yards probably past them and mm-hmm. the wind was perfect it was a i think it was a west wind wind out of the west and we were coming from the east so it, you know we didn't have to take our boots off or nothing and we had to go probably i don't know how 80 yards up you think how tall yeah. how high 100 yards well, we, we had, had to climb quite a ways i actually got some film of it too oh, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't uh in focus i that's hey you know what I'm gonna say a tip of the week here. Um, oh, here we go. When you're when you're, uh, when you're you know, to, to any of you guys filming or new to filming, uh, just make sure it's in focus. I I had in my mindset it was autofocus, but yeah. So a lot of the filming was pretty blurry that I got. But anyway, well, that tip was of your the week. First time using yeah, the was, camera so. too, so you can't get. Anyways, we get up. I I knew we had to get. There was this rock, just vertical, straight up rock cliff that we had to get next to. And I said, okay, we gotta we gotta get to that, and then we can just basically walk all the way to this big rock with trees for cover. Well, I actually over anticipated it, and we walked too high, mm-hmm, which yeah. was okay. We just had to come back down a little bit, but we kept going through some. We thought we were gonna get mauled by a cougar, jump a muley. It was yeah, it was not like this is not antelope country in my mind. I mean, this was mule deer country. What we were in, yeah, we found what we were beds. walking. Remember that we found? Oh some yeah, beds. we found the mule deer beds like that were like hidden behind these huge boulders on this on this like cliffside. Some nice shaded area, cool sand, and so we keep walking. Probably I don't know, hundred yards more, and I peek over the ledge, and there he is, still in the perfect, the good, the good buck still sitting there, perfect scenario, broadside. Moved. Yeah, maybe a hair quartering away looking right at this doe they're just basically head to head looking at each other and i uh i tell i look back and tell jared you know probably just stay there in case he sees too much movement and i range him he was 45 yards and he was like 45 degree angles straight down from me so yeah, it was, it was pretty, a pretty <laughs> inclined shot yeah pretty vertical and uh it's a tough thing to practice around here right? yeah exactly <laughs> it is and that's yeah and out there it's like you run into those scenarios all the time, so, but... I suppose the closest thing you could get to, like, that around here would be going to an overpass. <laughs> right, shooting, yeah. <laughs> shooting off the roof of your house. Yeah. yeah. Riverbank, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be about it. So, and like I said, it's ripping winds, but it's a yeah, headwind. It, it was a headwind, so I wasn't too concerned. Yeah, I mean, either way, it's wind, but I pulled back, saddled my pin, and just let it fly, and it smoked him. We started fist bumping, and... Um, then he ran, there's a road not too far from there. Obviously we spotted him from the road. So he ran, he kind of fell like he did, like he was looking like he was about to die after, you know, they run and fall over and pile up. Well, he got back up, crossed the road and he was, at this point he was pretty hurt. His front shoulder was kind of bleeding, but not pouring and he couldn't really put much pressure on it. Mm -hmm. So he bedded actually probably 80 yards, 50 yards off the road and, um, we were just watching him for a little bit, and at this point, his head was still pretty strong. He wasn't going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at this point, we kind of knew that he was 
like you had to get another one in him. Like he wasn't, you know, it was, he was definitely really hurt, but you know, you can tell whether they're going to, you know, go down right. And he was down, he was bedded, but you know, yeah, he bed just across the road or whatever. And then we, I don't know, we watched him for how long and he got up and moved beds several different times. Mm-hmm. And there's cars, know? one car came by or, or was side a, by it was side. A, yeah, it was a side by side. Yeah. And that's what we were kind of nervous about, like the vehicles driving by, because he he literally bedded so dang close to the road. But then after a few times he had got out of his bed, you know, then he was getting further and further away. So, yeah. And at this point, he's getting not close to private, but he's nearing private. And there's a fence, so I wasn't too concerned about him crossing this fence injured. Yeah. You know, antelope don't jump fence really; they kind of go through them, cross them, underneath them. So I didn't I didn't know if he'd do that or not, but. The wind is completely wrong now. He's downwind. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, like we were both saying, we got to get another arrow in him. So he stays up on the rock as cover. He's he's watching him through the glass. And I'm just kind of just trying to go, just walking in the middle of nowhere, kind of finding mm-hmm. the sagebrush here or there, trying to hide behind it if he turns his head. He's looking away from me, but he's, I mean, he's not going to miss me if he turns his head. So I get to... About 80 yards is about the closest I can get. And now this wind is completely wrong again. And I and he stands up. And I'm like, oh, okay, I got to I gotta try to shoot here. He's hmm. he's going to move. I don't know how fast he's going to move if he's actually that injured or not. Yeah. Your mind's racing and your heart's racing. I pull back and shoot, and I miss him so bad. I mean, <laughs> completely. Whether, you know. And I'm watching the binoculars. I'm like, I don't know what happened. I, I, did he hit it or did he not hit it? <laughs> and. Yeah, like we shoot 80, 100 yards all the time. Every single day we shoot, and you just can't, like you said. Well, like we, well, however, we don't ever practice when it's 30 mile an hour winds, which maybe we probably should. (laughs) Yeah. You know. And and yeah, and your quiver full of arrows and whatever. It's so then he gets to a little bit better approach where he's kind of on a ridge or below a ridge. So I kind of work, I get as close as I can to the ravine area. And just I just kind of keep walking to get out of sight, and I can kind of look back at Jared and see what he's seeing, mm-hmm. see if you know if I can make out any signals or whatever. But he, I just kind of keep working at him, and the wind's completely wrong. He he just keeps getting up and moving, and up and moving. Yeah, he moved beds like it felt like a hundred times. I mean, and he but he's not like it's not like he was traveling miles. I mean, this you know I don't even know how far. He was traveling, but it, it seemed it, it took forever, but he wasn't going that far each time. Like he'd get out of his bed. That's why, you know, we knew he was hurt really bad, you know, because he wouldn't move his beds, you know, that far, you know. Yeah, you could see his every time he tried to walk his shoulder, you could see it actually like in his hide. Mm-hmm. You could see it wasn't intact. Mm-hmm. So then there's this pond down there, this little water hole, and I finally got to some good cover, get up there and. I finally got to like 45 yards and shot. I'm like, what the heck? I mi- I can't see any arrow in him. I missed again. <laughs> yeah. And then I called Jared over to me and they bring his bow too because I don't know what's going to happen here. And well then, sure, I do find my arrow and it's bloody. I don't know how. I don't know where I hit him. I, I guess I never paid well, attention. Did you? No. We well, no, it, but he, he had me grab my bow because he was out of arrows. Yeah. <laughs> well, that so, was the last one. I yeah, guess. That was, yeah, that was the last one. So that's, he's like, you know, you, he kept like signaling bow and bring your bow or whatever. So I, yeah, I brought it. But going back to when you had shot, like I seen him shoot 
in the binoc- like I was watching the binoculars and I could tell he hit him that second time. Or well, technically it was the third shot, but yeah, I couldn't. I had no idea. Yeah. I was like, it, well, it's so hard because he was still bedded. Yeah, at he that was time, bedded, wasn't he? Yeah, he, and, he shot him in his bed. That was a frontal, I think, as well. He was looking like, I think yeah. he was kind of at me, but looking, his head was turned. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, at this point, I gotta get an arrow in him. I don't yeah. know how far he's gonna go, and if he gets a private. Yep. And South Dakota's different with North Dakota. If you get an animal on private in North Dakota, you can just go on there. You don't have to ask. It doesn't matter if it's posted. You just can't bring your weapon with. Mm-hmm. South Dakota, you have to ask. It doesn't matter if he's yeah. dead laying across the fence. So we didn't want to mess with that. Well, yeah, and especially nowadays, <clears throat> I mean, like, hey, I, I shot this this antelope. He's, I can see him. He's dead right there. Nope, it's my land. Get out of here. Right. Well, that and then even just a lot of times, you know, this is a Monday. You know, no one's home most of the time. You know, everyone's probably working. and But, right. yeah, so... There's no guarantee that the landowner is even a resident of the state, let True. alone yeah, home. Exactly. I mean, right? mm-hmm. some of these places are owned by LLCs, and mm-hmm. good luck figuring out who actually it is. I mean, it could be oh, the guy sure. in the house right yep. there. but Right. And in this case, we know it was outfitted by a different a different owner. So if they're an outfitter, who knows what they'd be like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that basically turned into... We never did need Jared's bow. No, but no. his head, his head got pretty weak, and well, he yeah, finally you, laid it down. Yeah, you had shot him, and he kind of went down in the ravine, and then he kind of actually went up the other side of the ravine, and then he was laying there, and then I finally got out to Ryan, had my bow, and yeah, you could just see his head like just bobbing, bobbing, and we just knew right there and there he was he was going to be lights out. Once I found my air, that other arrow, I knew, you know, I, it was bloody, and there's a blood pile right or a pool where he was laying bedded. Mm-hmm. So I felt better then, but uh, yeah, you just you get so nervous. You don't oh, want yeah. the thing to suffer, and you don't want to lose it, and whatever else can happen. Well, and that goes back to like the same thing with, that we say about whitetails and muleys all the time. That the the will that they have to live after they've been shot is oh yeah incredible. Well, even like you had <clears throat> kind of mentioned before, the your first shot, like it was what a few inches to the left. I mean, like. Mm-hmm. When he, when we were quartering this one out, like you, he had broke both shoulders. Like one was really bad, but then it, that arrow made it all the way through, didn't it? Or pretty dang, it was almost protruding through that other shoulder. So I mean, yeah. it was a that was a lethal shot. The first one, I mean, it just was going to take quite a while to for him yeah. to die. Looking back, I mean, it sucks that he was by the road, but if he wasn't by the road, I probably would have watched him for up to an hour. And then if he didn't look like he was injured, then we may, maybe would have made a move. Yeah. But we had the road. And we felt kind of rushed, I think, yeah. Yeah. So it worked out. But, yeah, he had two holes on each scapula, and he was – I don't know how he was moving the way he was. Yeah, they're just they're, – yeah, just like whitetails. So they're just – it's crazy what they can go through, you know. Yeah. So are you shooting fixed or mechanical too then? Well, I also have both in my quiver, but that so, was a fixed. Uh, shot both. Yeah. <laughs> ended up using all of them. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> my first one that broke the scapulas was a fixed muzzy, and I've had very good luck with those three blades in the past. Mm-hmm. And my other one that I hit him with that I didn't think I did was a hypodermic, a rage hypodermic, and those I actually just sharpened those both last night. Put them back in the quiver, but so that second shot, did we ever like? Do we know like? Did was that a pass through then? Or because obviously we found the arrow, it wasn't in him. I well, mean, it was like I said. I think that was the frontal shot. So I don't know if we really looked at it that bad. 
But it, but the arrow was laying there, so that's what I'm saying. That we Maybe found it the wasn't. arrow, so you had to have. Yeah, I don't know. We should have examined it. I was, trying, I was more. trying to think of where we found because did the arrow? We didn't find the arrow where he died, did we? No, it was probably that was his Unless like fell last out. bed. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So it could have been. It, I guess it could have fallen out. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of makes you wonder if that first shot, like, I don't know the the whole fixed or mechanical i always say well if you just make a good shot then you're not gonna have an issue but i agree i wonder if how much penetration you would have got with a f- mechanical on that i mean on that bone i don't know it could have been a different story yeah yeah definitely but so yeah that was kill number two so we're tagged out and we're cleaning up camp and yeah. going back to north dakota <laughs> we're going back north dakota for mule deer yeah so i have a question then i've heard that antelope smell like frito corn chips uh I'm, yeah, I mean, like, I know what you're talking about. I'd agree. Can't they definitely con- have a different confirm. smell. Kind of like I mean, a dog, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, they definitely have. It's not like a whitetail smell. Yep. And they smell kind of sagey, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I kind of, I feel like I smell like sage all the time with those animals. Anything out there smells like sage. Yeah, that's, that's like kind of what I was, yeah. it, That's about the only thing you're smelling. Yeah, and that was actually yeah. We didn't have to. We we did quarter that one out, but we didn't bring the cooler out for that one. We we hauled the quarters back, <laughs> and, but it was it was I'd still say, close. It enough. was still like half a mile. I mean, it wasn't that far. So you guys so. went two for two on easy pack jobs. Yeah, no. Luckily, yeah. we ran like where we wanted them to, but yeah, it just worked out. So didn't even get our frame was, packs bloody. Nice. Nope. No cleaning I, backpacks. No, no frame packs. No nothing. I and I think I don't know about you. You had a pretty nice one from last year, but I think I for sure went. I got a bigger one this year than last year. I, I think you did too, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. My taxidermist said it might be Pope and Young. He was going to measure it, and then if it was close, he was okay. going to give it to the official score. But See, I just <laughs> I, I just tell Ryan, I, I just spot the big ones for you, and you just spot the <laughs> mediocre ones yeah. for me. <laughs> so so did you spot this one? I as did. Well? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was. So you guys are still going on that same. Yeah, it's like he's. Yeah. Yep. How, many, how many antelope have you guys killed? Just the two. We're like two for two. two for two in two years. Each yeah. of us, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So not a, not a lot, but it's funny how it's been working out. Like, well, didn't it wasn't last guys. year your first year doing it? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. It, yeah. so was last year the same or similar spot as this year? You're going back to the yeah, same we, spot? We we kept it pretty much pretty close. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of area to go out there though. So I mean, it's you can, it's kind of based on what you see. You know, if you're having luck one place or if you're not having luck, go to the next area. And, you know, we definitely hunted some different places this year, but it was, you know, relatively in the same area. Yeah, I'd say we definitely didn't put as many miles on this trip as, as no. water hole. And, man, no, that, lie, one, but... that one water hole, it was, it was a long ways away. I don't know why we chose that one. Well, it worked last year, but this year it didn't. That's why we chose it, because it was a long ways away. Yeah. No one else was out there. Right. Well, but this year, you know, not to go back to that first August hunt we did, but that... Uh, how much higher do you think that water was? I mean, oh, it was like cause incredible. We hunted, we hunted the same water hole, but this time it was like it had to have been three, four feet higher. Or is that aggressive? Yeah, and there was like cattails everywhere, which wasn't the case last year. Yeah, last year we, you know, we basically could see all the you know footprints of antelope or cows down there, you know, like on you know water holes that you would see. But this, it was basically just like a a slough is all we've seen this year. So that was kind of a red flag too when we got down there, but. Yep. Are these tags like buck doe tag or is it it's an buck either? Only. It's a buck only. Yeah, it's a buck only. Yep. And then is it unit specific like deer tags up here or are they? I'm pretty sure it's like it's it's unit specific, but it's like 
the western part of the state, isn't it? Yeah, it's west of multiple Missouri, units. Right? That'd be the river there. Yeah, I mean, it's. It, I'm pretty it, sure it's, it's West River. They call it there. Yeah, yeah, because that's similar to my, like that. A lot of the elk tags in Colorado, it's multiple units usually. Like you put in for this unit, but it, this unit will also give you this one, this one, and this one kind oh, of thing. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of how my Montana tag was too. Yeah. Like you can hunt several units. Yep. General tags. Yeah. There you go. General tags. Yep. So before we get into how your muley adventure went, um, being this is your second year successfully, both of you guys antelope hunting. What would you guys say is your biggest change from somebody around here that's just going for whitetails in a tree stand or out west or, you know, whatever, but a, a guy that only hunts deer that wants to get into antelope hunting, what is the biggest thing that you guys have taken away from it as far as, okay, well, this is a little bit different than, you know, I, I didn't expect that or, or your, your biggest takeaway from going down there and, and getting into it and kind of self-teaching yourselves how to do it. I don't know. I would say it's any hunting is going to be similar in several ways, but I mean, this is, it's a completely different species that you're going after. So, I mean, the, the tactics, the, you know, everything changes. I mean, essentially, like I said, it's hunting. It's a lot of the stuff's going to be the same, but you know, there's just different things that, you know, you just got to kind of know what you're hunting and, you know, give it a try. (laughs) Yeah. I'd say give it a try. Like, you got to be prepared to fail. You're gonna, you're gonna get so many more attempts. Probably. Says the guys who are <laughs> two for two. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, no, and I, I mean, I mean, like per stocks or attempts, like you're gonna get so close, you think, and then they're just gonna run away and give you the slip and never see them again. Or right. antelope are different. They actually they run away and then they'll come back, just on the right side of you or the left yeah, side. Yeah, I of mean, you, it, but not anywhere in range. Yeah, it's not like I said. That's where I go back to like just what you're hunting is completely different. It's not whitetails. I mean. You know, whitetail, you wouldn't get a second opportunity <laughs> at a whitetail. I mean, like, they're gone. Like, you know, yeah. antelopes, it's like they go in. It's not like they go, you know, 100 yards and they just stop and stand there. I mean, it's obviously not that easy. But, yeah, like, going back to, like, you got to be expected to fail. And, yeah, we we did fill two, two years in a row. But it's not to say that we, you know, also didn't earn it either, though. You know, it's like just yeah. like any anything, put in your time, put in your practice. I mean, we like we were saying earlier, we shoot – so much and even even shooting so much it's like we you know we still miss too you know and we you know we have our hiccups just like anybody else so yeah i'd say like i've told jared in the past and we kind of say this you pull back on a whitetail you know he's probably dead like you get to that point of the hard part on a whitetail is getting drawn back and then if he doesn't see you at that point you're pretty much in the clear because mm-hmm. if you're pulling back on him you're probably within shooting range and he's broadside or whatever you're pretty confident he's going to be dead at that point. Doesn't have any idea you're there or nothing. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You shot enough, 20, 15, 40, whatever yard shot on a whitetail, if you're comfortable with that, you're pretty confident and you're going to kill it. An antelope, I mean, you just got to take those chances of stalking them. That's like your attempts. You're, you're going to try and try and try and you're going to get so discouraged, but you just got to not get so down on yourself because you're going to get down on yourself. It's like how many times did we – Oh, we dude, the, so the, the stock was over before we got, got out of the pickup. Yeah. I we, mean, it was. Their eyes are just so stupid. Yeah, it's, and I still can't even. There was, what was it? Oh, the first hunt we did this year in August. We seen this one goat. I swear he was, he was two miles away. I mean, it looked like he was, 
you could barely see him. We could barely see him in our binoculars. Yeah. And we're like, okay, let's, you know, so we start walking down this hill and, you know, we're like, there's, you know, not even expecting, you know, all of a sudden this, this goat stands up and we, we got what, 15 yards off the road. Yeah. We didn't even cross the fence. Yeah. And he's, he needs turns and he's staring at us. We're like, how does how did he even see us? This thing's like five miles away. And if he does see us, why does he care? Like, yeah, we're just like I don't, off the road yet. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So it's just, yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe like yeah, their eyesight is just insane. So yeah, like I said, whitetails antelope they're two completely different species to hunt, but you know, both doable, both fun. Yeah, that's what we, we enjoy said. It. Every time we got closer, we're like, dude, this is doable. Like we're gonna get our chance. Yeah, I mean you're gonna get your, like Just you said. Trying. I like the 19 out of 20. I mean like 19, you're gonna fail. You're gonna get that, and not well that one. You you still might not even you know you might have misses. <laughs> What's that? I said you know if. <laughs> oh, you mean that one out of 20? The one out of 20. I, I got mean, you. You still might not get it. Right. But you might get a shot opportunity. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Yep. So how many arrows did you leave in South Dakota? Oh boy, this whole year. This whole year. <laughs> yeah, both both trips combined. Well, I lost one in August. That was a nocturnal as well. I didn't find that. They don't light up in the daylight. Yeah, I, dude, I still never. I was like, I didn't see that thing light up. Well, I never even. I should mention that quick. So that was a. We we came up on this butte, and he was downhill of us. No idea back to us. He had were, two does. They were bedded. Yep. Bedded. I pulled back. We were at ninety yards. Perfect. I don't think it was too windy. But there it was, was a pretty a, inclined shot again, too. Or yeah, it was probably not 45, but it was an incline. Yeah. And uh, a little wind to not let them hear us or smell us, but not really wind. I pull back and shoot, and I watch my arrow. Probably halfway through, he stands up. And then by the time yeah. it gets – not saying that I could have missed or hit him, but he was standing before the arrow even hit him <laughs> or got yeah. to him. It splashes in the dirt and – well, they trot away. And at 90 yards, like, you just don't think it's possible. But, yeah, that, that thing literally got up when that arrow was halfway to him. And he ran away. I wish we could have had that on film. That would have been a cool thing to mm-hmm. see, the anticipation of that string or the arrow. Yep. And then I I don't think – I drew back the first trip, but I never did release. It was just – I think they were at 100 yards, that one stock I did, and just didn't feel comfortable at 100 yards shooting a frontal shot, so – Oh, yeah. I didn't release that arrow, but uh, then this next time. So I, I think I only left one. Oh yeah, I never. I probably left with that with August and this one. I found. I well, does a half an arrow count? Because I found. <laughs> I found half with my broadhead. I got it back. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably lost four arrows. Well, I guess if you're picking the the lighted knock or the broadhead, I'd take the broadhead. I'd take the yeah. It's reusable <laughs> oh, a little bit sure. more. Yeah. So. Yep. Is there any, do you change bow setup at all for antelope versus anything else that you're hunting? I I don't, but I'm still pretty new to things I might change in the future. Who knows? But I've never, like, I, I shot the same arrows. Like I said, the only thing I did that I usually don't do, like, if I'm whitetail hunting, I usually just use my mechanical broadheads for whitetail. But I, antelope, I just kind of, I don't know, for some reason I wanted to have those fixed broadheads. And just for western hunting, I feel like sometimes it's a you know good thing to have both broadheads out there but other than that no i didn't change much so you, you're so. running your same bow your same, same arrows bow, same, same arrow same release yep yep um as backwards as it is i probably use fixed broadheads more for long range shots i don't know i just trust them more not opening up midair or whatever but i shoot a 420 ish grain arrow for my verdicts 
but I have a different bow I use for target shooting throughout the whole summer, and those have 520 grain arrows. I think I might switch to those heavier arrows, a little quieter, a little more, maybe it would have broke through those shoulders both. Mm -hmm. You know, with that fixed broadhead, maybe they could have gone through and done a more lethal shot. So in the future, yeah, I might go to a heavier arrow altogether. I'd be interested to see what you think about that because I did the opposite. So like when I was Western hunting, I started with uh, 490, 500 grain. And because it, I just felt like most of my shots were 40 plus, I actually went lighter to get a flatter trajectory. Just, yep. mm -hmm. you know, you range something and it's, you're ranging the blade of grass that's four yards in front of it while at 50 yards, that's a miss. That's a big miss. That's so, like a foot. Yeah, 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 so I, yeah. I actually went down for whitetails, and then when I go elk, I'll go with a heavier arrow or change it up if I have to for that. No, oh, yeah, I mean, that all makes sense. Actually, to comment on your flatter arrow, we were doing a bow shoot this summer, and they were kind of close, you know, just target shooting. We like to shoot far, and Jared, it was Jared's turn to pick the spot to shoot at. I think it was an elk or a moose, and he's like, all right, right here. And I was yep. like, I don't know, Jared. I think our arrows or mine is going to hit this tree above us. Were you shooting your heavier arrows? Yeah, and I had you my were. slow. I had a 33-inch bow, and I have that one turned down a few pounds to shoot through the summer. And then it's a, the heavier arrows. So I was like, Jared, I'm going to probably hit that tree branch, and or maybe both of us. And he clears it, <laughs> and what do you know? I smack that. I, yeah, I just nick it. smack the tree, yeah. And I, we found the arrow. It was pretty close to the target. Yeah, but, I forgot about that, yeah. So that make, that's a good point as far as trajectory. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, it. There's some truth to that. But, like, oh, sorry, Nick, go ahead. So, are you running that bow as, like, a backup bow? Or do you primarily hunt with the one that you used for the antelope? Veronica? Yeah, yeah Veronica. Ver Veronica's Veronica. not here. She can't hear anything. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I use, I'm planning on using the Veronica for <laughs> whitetail. It's a 30-inch, so I use that for tree stand hunting probably. Although, if it gets down to, like, 10 degrees or zero or whatever, I'll probably go to my... My phase four, which is a 33 inch, it's a little lighter. What's that one's name? I haven't named that one yet. It hasn't got a kill yet, so it doesn't. It's new. It's See, it doesn't deserve it. Got a kill to name it. Yeah. Oh boy, that's fair. But I like. I'm like a very happy to have a backup bow because there's been many times where, all, oh, something's wrong or off or tweaked. I have to, and then there's something coming up this week or next week. That's just comforting to have that backup. Mm -hmm. On a trip like that, do you bring them both? That's funny. We've actually talked about that. Yeah, I, I haven't. This is the first year I've had to, but no, I. I so you did bring both this time. No. Oh. But we could use each other's bows if we had to if we're on the same hunt. Yeah, but Our like in this link. case, he was out of arrows. Oh, so like sure. He, he could have just said, "Hey, bring my backup bow with you know a quiver of arrows yeah. and stuff." But yeah. So which one, if you had to pick one, that's your backup and your primary hunting bow? Well. Loaded question. But. I know. I mean, the the <laughs> verdicts is faster smaller um veronica gets it done she gets it done <laughs> I, I don't know that phase four is pretty nice i if i had to pick one to, that's my phase four is my uh target bow as of now but i could easily switch them and just put the veronica in the cage to get dusty <laughs> let her marinate a little bit yeah. so how, how was the the muley adventure you went on a after the antelope? after goats uh muley hunt part two of that trip oh yeah uh, oh yeah i suppose for you it would be part two we we kind of went to the same area i don't know why because there's a lot of cattle and low deer numbers but 
it was kind of in route to coming home and kind of where I met Jared. Mm-hmm. So what we get out there probably ten o'clock at night. The setup. Yeah, we got we got out there pretty late at uh, yeah because after after we got the antelope yeah by the time we got out there it was it was dark so you know we got out there set the tents up and then we had planned on going home the next day so I mean we got what half a days of hunting in. Yeah, I think we hunted till like noon, noon. or one or yep. something like that. Planning on yeah, like you said, yep. going home early. No, it was good. We kind of just picked a spot. We I think we what checked a couple areas to start out with. I don't think we seen anything, and we kind of come to this one spot, and we had seen this doe like right off the road, and so then we were like, all right, well, let's kind of out there. It's just there's so much area to go. It's like you kind of just pick a spot and go. I mean, needle in a haystack to find them. So we got up there and just started glassing and what well, we picked out we we did find a batch of group of bucks and i don't know how far away were they like we picked them out so far away i think they're two miles yeah they, oh yeah because i suppose we tracked it on onyx but yeah we picked them out and got them on the spotters and we seen i don't know there were i wouldn't say there was mega giants but there was some definitely was shooter. bow shooters you know yeah. um so yeah then we just started making the trek toward them and as we were getting closer, getting closer, it's, you know, that far away, it changes so much in the terrain. Like, wait, which butte are they behind or where did we see them last? You know, try to pick out like landmarks or whatever to find them. And we kind of, we had to, yeah, we had to go through some cattle and we kind of got what we thought the area was where they were. And, uh, yeah, I was pretty confident there was this rock ledge that they were on and we kind of went around it. We saw a lot of good antelope bucks, so. Yeah, everywhere, yeah, we, everywhere went. we went, antelope buck, yeah. <laughs> and that part of the state, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But uh, antelope is hard to, you can't get. North Dakota's a tough antelope draw. Yeah. Which is weird because there seems to be a lot of antelope, but. Yeah. It, it, in our eyes, but yeah, apparently not to, yeah, I would I find that hard to believe, but. But I didn't see any does, I don't think. No, which is, yeah, we did just see straight lone bucks, yeah. Nice bucks. Mm-hmm. So we glad, we kind of got up to this area glass all around where the sun was moving in the shade we were looking through different pockets and we kind of i mean they were right under our nose when we were glassing the whole time Mm -hmm. we kind of moved kind of to our last little finger ridge of trees and we're like okay this is like they're either here or they're way yeah or they went somewhere else yep so i kind of walk around and jared stays there and it was super windy at this time too it was like 30 plus mile an hour winds and yeah, we, we just kind of kept walking, and they all of a sudden we just seen this buck get out of this, I don't know, I like to call it buck brush. I mean, it was just this really thick stuff. And what, did we kick out two or the? I only saw the one right away. We only saw the one. I think there was, there I think was, there was three a couple. For sure. Yeah, we seen like three in this bachelor group that we could see. But then when we got up to them, it was, yeah, I think we ended up kicking up like two or three. I don't know, we only saw like the one. But, yeah, we were basically right on top of them, but you just, I mean, without – without seeing the ridge from that far away it's so hard to pick them out on that thick stuff you know yeah if you can't put them to bed and we didn't yeah like if we couldn't see them but if you could actually physically see them go into those trees or brush it'd be a different story you could wait them out or yeah. pick their antler mm-hmm. so then we kind of kept hanging out in that area and then of course the nicer buck he jumps up and we had no mm-hmm. clue he was in there where he was he probably was watching us the whole time it was just way too thick to find them in there yeah they were in some thicker stuff and it's it's weird because sometimes i've i've seen muleys and they they bet on these like 
clay buttes that there's literally no cover on. You know, they're on the side of this big mountain, and they're like, what, they're like, what are you doing up there? Yeah, perfect, <laughs> perfect shooting area. Yeah, that's what I, it's just like, why can't we pick them out that way? And then these guys are in this just really thick stuff. So then, yeah, after that, we kind of, I mean, our main goal, we did meet our kind of our first initial goal. We wanted to at least find the bucks because it was a long ways away. But So we did find them, and then it was we just kind of took a route back, a different route back to the uh, truck, and we didn't see anything else on the way back, I don't think. I think, so yeah, pretty, maybe a couple does. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That were, so that was pretty – that was about the action we had in North Dakota there, so. But yeah, that'd be about sometimes that happens. Wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. We already picked up our camp that morning, so we knew we didn't have to yeah. be obligated to going back to that yeah. area. Well, you can't – can't get super lucky in two different states on the same weekend. No. Hey, you never know. We have to try. <laughs> I try. don't know if anybody's going to. It might be these two this year. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, we'll probably go on a pretty dry streak coming up. Yeah, now. I was going to say it'll be like yeah, several years before I even shoot anything, No. All right. So what, what's coming up? What do you guys got left for tags this year? I got a gratis tag and a bow tag yet for North Dakota and maybe a Minnesota tag if I, if I want, I guess. I just got the two tags I got. Uh, Botag in North Dakota and Botag in Minnesota. Trip? Are we getting out anytime soon? Not I. I I still like. I don't know. I, like I said, I, I think I mentioned this on the previous podcast. Like I think these whitetails are mad at me because I was cheating on them with mule deer. So I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't had any good ones on camera. So I just. And not that that means anything. I just my the activity's been terrible, and I think it's been you know unseasonably hot too mm-hmm. i mean i looked at this what the forecast this next saturday sunday's 80s mm-hmm. i mean that's pretty rare for beginning of october you know so it's funny you say your your cameras are dead my cameras are dead. my oh. two brand new ones yeah both of them are not dead because of no activity they're physically dead oh, after no. a week of being out on a tree Did you i have had enough batteries in them yes they had brand new batteries not this past saturday but the saturday before i've had enough I wow, will not dude. buy another spy point. I was going to say, I'll give you a name drop, man. You got to do it. Try that Tacticam. Yeah, so I've I got had some pretty good luck with them, dude. I, you know. No more spy point. I've, I'm even trying to talk to their customer service, and I'm starting to get a little little testy with them. And they're, they're like, eh, you're an idiot. What do you run really? Wixo for cameras? I don't have any. Oh, I don't have any? No. Nope. Just like, you like the not, just surprise, like. I, I don't really. I don't really hunt tail? around here. I, oh, okay. I don't really hunt around on the eastern side of the state where all the whitetails are. Oh, okay. I usually go out west. Just western, sure. So I got a couple spots that I'll sit around here, but okay. that's basically if I have nothing well, else to do. Why would you? Yeah, you wouldn't need them, I guess. So. And then out west, I've just never really. They don't seem to pattern like a whitetail. Oh, so that would be so tough to do. Right. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool, though, to see what's out there. It would. Just, yeah. It'd be probably very few pictures, but. Yeah, I, I have thought, like, if I could find, like, a water hole to set out on just to see you know, what, what comes, comes in, in yeah. what comes in and out. But right. And then also you're making several hour trips across the state to yeah. set up cameras and oh, deal gosh. with that. So Change your batteries once a week. <laughs> well, <laughs> not nah, if you buy the right camera. Sounds yeah. like there's going to be a package deal of cameras for sale soon, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, all the people listening, if there are spy point guys out there, they're probably like, yeah, you just don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I literally set it up formatted it everything was perfect until i put it on a tree and then they did work for three days and then i got an update that they were doing a firmware update which i had just done and yeah now they're is it like battery dead or like camera doesn't work anymore dead both are you using the same batteries 
Yes, the Duracells. Mm. My old spy point. So the ones that I have now are the Flex. My old spy point was the, and I still have it, the Link Micro, which was their first cell cam. Well, maybe not their first one, but it's the one that I had. Mm-hmm. That one worked great for the first year. And then when they came out with their new ones, I swear they, like, bug them, so you have to buy the new ones. Yeah, the, you can't have them last yeah. forever. The guys that have, like, the patience to deal with it, they're like, yeah, no, not not this time, buddy. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Sounds like Apple. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. <laughs> do you have an iPhone, too? I do, yeah. All of us do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Apple. Yep. Get about 14, maybe 18 months, and whoop, downhill. Yep. So does that mean it's time for the questions? Pretty close. So what do you got? What so what do you got for tag, Wixo? Uh, right now, I just have my North Dakota bow tag, oh, okay. and then um, depending on how that goes, I could pick up a Minnesota tag. But sure, we'll see how long it takes to fill that. I just have my North Dakota bow tag. North Dakota bow. Okay. Unsuccessful for rifle this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably not a bad year to miss a tag. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. It's that cut so many tags. Mm-hmm. Right. Numbers mm-hmm. are low. Yep. But yeah. I don't know. Question here. Who's starting? Newbie. Newbie? Should we do the... <laughs> no, I would... Not even... How about special guest? Come on, give us some credit. Well, he is a podcast newbie. Yeah, true. It's only, for, it's only for this episode. He can't be, we can't call him that anymore. That's true. Right? That's true. So you got to go first. Okay. So I just ask any question, you'll answer it. Yep. So we'll go around the table this way, do and we, then... Do we do clockwise or counterclockwise? I mean, it does, that's doesn't, a silly question. Okay. We'll go, we'll go counterclockwise this time. So now you have to answer first. That's okay. Weird. <laughs> All right, so would you rather – it's going to be hunting related, if that's okay. No, yeah, any encouraged. question. You can do anything. Anything. Um, I have asked a question about aliens, so it, okay. it's, it's pretty wide. <laughs> All right, well, maybe mine's both. Um, would you rather – so every for every nine deer you killed, would you rather kill nine below-average deal deer? I, wow. Would you rather kill nine below-average deer, but on your 10th kill – you get like a 180 inch steer or just for the rest of your life, kill 135, 40 inch deer. So you're getting nine mediocre deer, but one stud. That's easy for me. Super easy for me. Yeah. Uh, 135 inch deer the rest of my life, hands down. I don't need 180 inch deer. I'd rather get the. Yeah, I think I'd do the same. Yeah. I mean, as you can tell on my. In my trophy room. I mean, they're all pretty average. Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy with all of them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm staring at a muley. That's, I've seen a lot of muleys. I don't, I think that's slightly above average. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> if, if you're hunting the private lands, maybe not. Yeah. But a public land muley, that's. I, I always tell people that anybody, like, we get to, we could talk about this till we're blue in the face, but it's like, hey, first off, it's, it's your trophy, whatever you're happy with. And then I always say, dude, I'm going to be hunting for a hundred and, 70 inch whitetail for the rest of my life and now that's what we're talking whitetails i mean you can get specifics with goats and elk and whatever elk i don't know yeah it's gonna be a long ways away for me but <laughs> i should have specified probably whitetail whitetails. no <laughs> that, that make I, kind of a general yeah it's probably what we're, our bread and butter is so how about you nick i would i would i mean as cool as it would be to get like a 180 or 200 I don't want to wait 10 years. Right. I'd rather well, you still get below average yeah, every the other year. Nine. Oh, true. You're filling true. your freezer every yeah, year. Yeah, you're filling your freezer every year. You just get 180 inch every 10 years. And 125 inch, ain't. Well, yeah, but hold a- on now. 100, that, that changes. 125s <laughs> and 135s, not that much different. Well, I said below. I'm thinking button bucks. That's yeah, what I was going to I said below on. average. I mean. <sighs> okay, if that's what you're that, saying, and I still, I still get to shoot something the other nine. 
But oh, then yeah, on my you're tenth, shooting, every year you're killing. Oh, then, then I want yeah, the big if, one every ten. Okay. Yeah, if I'm shooting 125, that changes my. But yeah. if you're talking like to me, below average is a basket. Oh, or sure. Something so, that's so I answer I mean, okay. the question my way, and then mm-hmm. you guys both well, quickly because, change. Your, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'd stick with like the 140s every year. It was 135, now it's 140. And okay. I don't know. So, so 140. Okay, the rest of your life or 125s and a... 125s and then like 180-ish for the every 10th and, and the big one's what, 180-ish? Is there What's a, that right there in your coaster? That's got to be <laughs> 180. Is, sure. is, there, is there a 200 mixed in there ever? You might get one on your 30th year. Yes, you that's of, what I'll do. Think about that, though. 10 years, I mean, you're going to get, what, five? Ooh, I don't know. Five or six? I mean, wait, can you hunt until you're, well, maybe not even, maybe five, if, only, you're, if you're starting in your 20s. I mean, yeah, I've only been bow hunting for over a little over 10 years. Yeah. I think so I'm sticking with the one, the 135, 140s, because that'll fill a trophy room, and I'll be happy with that. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I think I'll too. stick with that, yeah. So I'm the only one that's going with the big one every 10? You're the stud killer. Yeah, you, right. <laughs> you got the studs on the wall and the... And the Pope and Young. See, like, to me, like, 125, that's a Pope and Young deer with the bow. Here so. come the, the, you can't eat the antlers, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what yeah, can you, you can, do, Jared? You can stir some chili, man. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere. You got to put a hat somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. While we're on the antler talk, you, now that we're on the video, you can show the people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What you do, you, we're doing videos. What did I find? I don't know. You got to tell us. <laughs> it's always a bonus when you find sheds. This was, this was Montana. That's a thick a, two point. Yeah, not not a giant, but dude, anytime I, I, I've never had luck finding sheds, especially around home whitetails. But anytime I find them out west, it's awesome. Yeah. So I what about it was, that one? This was two years ago, North Dakota, muley shed. So yeah, I I hardly ever find whitetails, and I found a couple <laughs> mule deer. So I <laughs> can't was, tell. This guy looks like he got in quite the fight. Yeah, and that time of year too, it's that much harder, and obviously they're white and brittle. Yeah. Oh, every every time I'm out there and I see like and you see like white branches all the time, you're just like, oh, there's a shed. That's not a shed. Do you <laughs> go over to them all the time? How many tree a lot of times branches? I'll glass them first. I was gonna say how many how many branches like a, have you walked up to and gone? Well, oh, if I'm shit. hunting with a buddy, I'd never walk up to him. I just glass them first because then I don't look like an idiot. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go take a leak over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, ah, way over there. Dang, that's a tree. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta answer your yeah. own question. Oh yeah, he did. I I go with the 140s. Yeah. Every year, no trophy yeah. for me. Okay. No, I'm the odd man out. Yeah, but no, hey, I don't know. That's a toughie. That's like that could go either way. I mean, 180 or plus deer. That's a big. That's oh, a that's big a, extra time and some. That's a that's a big deer. Like I said, that's a lifetime deer for I guess and me and then probably most other guys too. You know. Okay, but think of it this way: you can hunt 50 more years. You get five of those studs on your wall. I know. That's why it's a tough question. Or you could have you know 40, 140 inches. And then you'd have what thirty six hundred twenty five inch. I don't know. Yeah, that that's tough. That's a tough question. I'm gonna need a big wall. Yeah, you need, think of yeah. the backdrop we can have for the podcast. Oh right. yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. We're gonna need a camera that like goes kind of just kind of rotates around just to pick everybody's up. Am I the only one stuck on the fact that I shot a deer every year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's really no lose. Yeah, right. Yeah. Pretty good yeah. odds. Okay, so that was that. Okay, question here. Let me think. I always, I should, I need to do this before podcast, but I've, I've got a, I've got a, uh, like, I've got something cooking here. Okay. 
So I've seen this question asked a few different times, and I'm trying to think of how I'm going to word it. But if you could have, oh, let's see here. If you could get an out-of-state tag for any state for the rest of your life, and it could be any species what state and what species would it be? And it was just guaranteed what the one tag you could pick. But you couldn't get any other tags. Ooh. Hmm. That's, that's the only thing you get to hunt for the rest of Yeah, I mean, your it's life. basically just, just pick your state and pick what you would want to hunt. Does, like, transportation or location or anything? Nope, like? none of that matters. Nope, like, you the just budget's basically... budget's not pick. a thing? Well, yeah. Nope, nope, whatever. Nope. You just pick what you, you want. Just for clarification, you can't hunt anything else. Right. That This is Correct. how you get the rest of your life. Oof. Well, no. I, let's make it more interesting. Whatever species you pick, you can hunt that species. Okay. You know, that, that makes it a little more interesting because, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to hunt in this world. I mean, you know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah. God, that's tough. I'm torn between saying elk, but if I get the tag every year, I think I'm going sheep in Alaska. Sheep in Alaska? I'm also going to Alaska, but I want moose. Moose? Okay. Those are both, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. So, are you, <laughs> are you stuck in that state, though? Or that's the only species you can well, hunt? Well, it's the only species you can hunt, so I mean... Because there's not, like, doll sheep or... Yeah, I, let's say you have to hunt that state because, yeah, I mean, that, okay. that's just, yeah. Damn, that sucks. Lixo and I were stuck in Alaska. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's damn. terrible. <laughs> I'd maybe say, like, Arizona and elk. Ah, see, that's oh, where I, that was my, dude, that's, that was yeah. my torn. And was, I'd, I'd also kind of pick, like, a big animal because for the meat. Oh, yeah. Like, if I'm only meat. shooting one or two animals. Jeez, so I, I definitely can't say South Dakota antelope then, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you get a lot of them, though, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no, I, uh, I don't know. Cause I, I want to be able to hunt in a place like, like the, like where I enjoy like being at the, like the Alaska. That's a good one. You um, can always go access deer hunting in Hawaii. Then you get to go to Hawaii right, every yeah. year. That's true. Well, I was, I, I was kind of thinking something like, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to go. I think I'm gonna go mule deer in uh, not that I've ever killed one there, but I think I'd just go mule deer Colorado if I could just. I think all of us have like a second and third. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. On the list. my other one was red stag in New Zealand, but that's not the country though. <laughs> What's that? You did say states. You said yeah. state. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah, Shot yourself a, yeah. in the foot on that one. Yeah, I, I was I was very close second to like a southern elk just. Jason, okay, since, since everybody's sure. going around table yeah, keep going for around. a second one, I was going to say Utah elk. There you go. Yeah. One, no one's going to say North Dakota turkey? Oh, shoot. <laughs> you took my answer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'd have a, anywhere, like you guys said, western state, big game animal, I'd be happy with, yeah, just <laughs> with any take. Yeah, just like the – that's why I like going out there so much It's just the – the views and yeah, not not that I don't like hunting whitetails around home, but oh yeah, it's funny when questions like that get answered. Like everybody takes it for granted. 
like what we've got. I would be oh, interested yeah. to ask like somebody from that gets to do from that West that gets to do yeah. that that comes and does the whitetail thing if they would pick change your mind. But right. sure, I I think they would be the uh, minority group. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My turn. Your turn. If you got to do an all expenses paid vacation, are you going beach or winter? Nick, what are you doing? Was it you clockwise can, or counterclockwise? You, you can do anything you want. Well, that would be counterclockwise. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I can do anything I want? Yeah, like if if you go there, you can do anything you want in these places. Do I have to go here all the time? Yeah, like it's, a, it's your, your only you get You can do At once a, a vacation year. a year, but it's the same thing. You either get winter vacations or you get summer vacations. But it's not the same vacation. It's either winter or summer vacation. Correct. Yeah, you okay. can go to different places. Oh, you can okay. do different okay. things. But are you doing? You get a you get one vacation a year. It's the same time every year. Are you going winter or are you going summer? I might surprise a lot of people with this, but I'd go summer. Hmm. Why I was gonna, I would have guessed summer. Why is that? I wouldn't have. I would have guessed winter for them. Because well, if I go winter, I can go fishing. You know, all oh, over yeah. the place. And ice fishing is like my jam. I love ice fishing. I don't get it. So why'd you pick summer? Because he doesn't want to be gone. Well, but if you went in the winter, you could travel other places and go ice fishing. True. That's yeah. why I was confused. I was like, wait, what? I, I don't know. I I already said summer, so I got to okay. stick with summer. Okay. I, I was confused right away. I thought you meant, would you rather go somewhere hot or cold? But it's actually, would I leave in the summer or leave in the winter? Like that's No, no, no. It's, no. it's a vacation that all the expenses are paid and yeah, either, during our summer or our winter. Wherever you're going, it's it's either cold and snowy or it's oh, hot yeah. beach kind okay, of vibes. Yeah. Actually, yeah. can I change? I don't want to be summer. No, yeah, we're not. We already passed now. you. Okay, well, <laughs> we know we know really what you hot. actually thought because that's what I was so surprised too. <laughs> well, I'd like to go somewhere cold a lot too, but I'd probably have to pick if that's all I'm stuck with. I'd probably be I'd be in Hawaii. Something like that. See, I'm not the only weird one. I think that's a very valid answer. I'd rather yeah. I'd rather go winter, but yeah. No, I I'm winter 100 percent Yeah, I'm I, going, I hate heat. I'm going in the winter because yeah. it's snowboarding, snowmobiling, and ice fishing. Yeah. I feel like you can hunt more in states in the winter too, maybe? No? Give or take. I don't know. <laughs> you know a lot of seasons are open more in the winter than they're in the summer. Right. Early January and yeah. You do some shoulder tags. That's a tough something. question, too. Though. Arizona coos deer, January. That's right, yeah. You could go to New Zealand, and they don't have seasons there, <laughs> I don't think. I well, think is it's, it just year-round, huh? Yeah. Next year, we'll book it. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> your, uh, your least favorite animal to get up early to hunt? I'm not hunting them. Is it something that we like actually hunt, or something I I wouldn't? Yeah, something that you do hunt that is your like the you get the least favorite. excited to wake up in the morning to oh, go I out. I got mine. Yeah. So do I. I'd say turkey for sure. <laughs> do we actually have to hunt them? You or either just, like you or either, capability of hunting, or I mean, I don't you know. either like have to have hunted them or oh. currently hunt them. I guess I, I would go turkey too. Prairie dogs. <laughs> Mine, mine's turkey. What? Yeah. 
Prairie dogs. You go prairie dog hunting? Yeah, you'll find out when we go out west. Oh yeah. You, sometimes you, you, you get find a, those. Sometimes yeah. you get a slow day and you got an AR in the back seat and you just yeah. We dang near yeah. let some arrows loose on on a on a uh, what do you call those things? Prairie dog. Prairie uh, dog town. Town. Towns. There you go. That's they what I was thinking. Towns, of. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, and our mule deer. mule deer suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, ah, if we don't see anything, we're gonna let these prairie dogs have yep. it. Yeah. Well, then I'm just thinking, I'm like, dude, you're not worth my how much how much arrow or yeah, like over it's fifty very, dollar arrow. <laughs> it is very unfortunate to be a prairie dog on a slow day of deer hunting. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> yeah. now they're like, I guess I don't know what states' regulations are or what, but it's do you just have to have a fur bear in North fur Dakota? Bears. Yep. Okay, and is it unlimited? Like yeah, you can it's, shoot, it's shoot a, whatever. It's whatever. A, what, not a nuisance animal, but uh, kind of like coyotes. I don't remember exactly what it is, but is that like a squirrel? Whatever the limit it is, I have never gone over it. Am I the only one that has like thought about setting an arrow through a squirrel's head? I've I actually killed, thought there were I have, squirrels. I've killed squirrels. So there's no squirrel season, huh? There is. Tree That's squirrels. What I, yeah, I thought there was. Ground squirrels, there's not. Oh, okay. So Ground if they're squirrel, in a tree? tree squirrel. Yeah, was, yeah, I, I mean, they're, they're different. <laughs> That's what I was confused about. I'm like, wait, wait. They're always in trees, or sometimes they're on the ground when they're rustling through the leaves when we're whitetail hunting. And it sounds like that 180 <laughs> oh, yeah. walking towards yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, you guys got anything to close out with? We'll start with the newbie. First ever podcast? Yeah. I gotta, give a shout out you to think? My, I gotta give a shout out to my wife for letting me go on this hunt with a newborn at home. And hopefully she hears this and lets me go on more hunts. <laughs> and lets <laughs> you, you come go. on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was gonna say, we better do more podcasts. We got lots of stuff we can talk about. Something to close with, such as? Anything. Whatever you want. Anything. Whatever you want to say to the people. I think that was good. I mean, yeah, you did good. Was, you, was good I, I wouldn't yeah. have guessed that you were a first-time yeah. podcaster. All right, I'd say raise your standards. That'd be my my ending. That's a good piece. one. Yeah. Yep. That's all I got. Do we all have to say something? We always do this. We do. We go around and. Oh, um, I swear you change these rules every time. Do I change this? No, it's not. Normally, sometimes you just ask you just if there's anything move. to add. Yeah, so a lot of like times it's a no. Like me, I, I usually just say, nope, like, you got yeah, it. All right, well, touche. Yeah, no, thank, thanks, Morgan. Well, now we have to, I did it, so now everybody has to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give up. Okay. Well, all right, fine. Since we're going down that road, thank you, April. Not that she's probably going to listen to these podcasts, but uh, yeah, letting me also go on, or letting me go on that hunt as well, so... And happy anniversary. Yes, happy anniversary. We, I, we we did make it back in time, so we're good. And birthday. We, actually, we, hold on. We made it home a day early. That's how hard we tried That's, to yeah. kill for her <laughs> yeah. and Jared's anniversary. Yep. That is exactly why you guys did that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We pushed extra hard. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Well, the season's about to get busy. We're a week from October, so it's it's go time. Kill chain's about to be passed around. I got a feeling. I sure hope so. If only Mother <laughs> Nature would cooperate. Yeah, it's not very good right now, is it? But Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Wherever you're listening, give us a like, a share, a follow, a review. Uh, keep an eye out on the Instagram. Wixel and I did actually record a couple videos this last weekend. We've been talking about doing it since June, but we finally did it, and we this is our first ever video podcast, so that'll be up to our video guy. Let's hope that it's still recording. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, good luck to everybody out there hunting. And all the seasons are about to be in full swing. And as long as Mother Nature cooperates, 
hopefully it's going to be a good fall. Hopefully mm-hmm. the the kill chain, like Jared said, gets we're off to a hot start. So gets passed around. Yeah, Jared, yeah. Jared and Ryan are carrying the team right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. Until next time, we'll get back to you.